uh, uh, let's get back on topic here. Uh, so, <laughs> so, so I, I wound up Kevin getting. Uh, I, I did that mission in 0405, and then in 07 they needed volunteers for sergeants to do some train, be trainers for units uh, from Ohio that were leaving to go to Afghanistan and Iraq. I did that for a few months at Atterbury. And then after that, um, uh, 2010, uh, I was called personally by a, a, a colonel that wanted me to go to Afghanistan and be uh, a squad leader uh, because they wanted somebody with combat experience. And at the time, I had just found out that I had obstructive sleep apnea. So mm -hmm. I, I wasn't allowed to go to any areas that were didn't have electrons. Right. So I wound up not having to go because of that. And, and, and then the unit wound up standing down. They, they wound up not, not having to go. So 2000, well, fast forward, 2014, I started feeling my joints started aching real bad. Uh, I was having some other unpleasant uh, experiences. Um, my heart was palpitating, doing weird things. Um, I had one time I had it like it felt like it flip flopped in my chest almost. It was really weird. Uh, I was having weird things happen. So I, I went to the VA clinic down in Cincinnati again. So now I hadn't been down there since 93. So I made an appointment to the clinic. And of course, Operation Iraqi Freedom veterans could go in that clinic and everything. And the nurse there was very nice. But, you know, they did an EKG, which came back up normal. They did all the blood work, which was normal. And I'm like, look, man, I, I'm in pain. Uh, there's something going on here. And she said, well, we can schedule you to see a, 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 a rheumatologist, yeah. and, but, it, but it's going to take a year. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to wait a year. And at the time, I had TRICARE Health. And so I went to my family doctor, and she uh, – sent me to a lady uh, who was a rheumatologist and she did a test on me for fibromyalgia. So it's mm. an 18 point test. There's 18 points on your body. And when they press on those, if you wince in pain or if you have any, you know, discomfort, it scores uh, as a, as an actual hit on it. Right. And at the time I was having a lot of, uh, like I was tired all the time and, you know, sluggish and everything. So, uh, she diagnosed me with fibromyalgia and she also di diagnosed me with chronic fatigue syndrome as well. Uh, and then, uh, I was also diagnosed with anxiety and depression and the anxiety is and the depression is from being in pain constantly <clears throat> because I'm in pain a lot. Like, um, right. Like, uh, and it, and it, you know, the funny thing is, is, you know, I don't see her anymore because she says, well, you need to exercise. Well, I paint for a living. I'm up running up and down ladders. I'm carrying five gallon buckets of paint. I'm working above my head all the time. Uh, you know, I, I, you know, I weigh 170 pounds. I, I, I'm in great, you know, I, I don't have, I'm not fat, you know, I'm, you know, I'm in pretty good shape and I, I I'm like, and it's, it's just getting worse. And so, um, I started the process to get out of the guard, um, and I had had my 20 years in at the time. And uh, so they went ahead and got me out. And on the way out, which I'm grateful for this, the VA doctor, she went ahead and diagnosed me with, uh, with also sinusitis and, and golf. And she called golf war illness is what she diagnosed me with at the time. She and, actually and, diagnosed you? Oh, know, wow. It, it took them three and a half years to get me out. I'm 80% rated through the Army. Um, and uh, so I get a quarter of my retirement right now, guys. So I had to apply for what they call CRSC, Combat Related Special Compensation. Nobody told me how to go by doing it. So it took me almost six months to get it. I had to reapply. And every time I reapplied, it was like another a layer. So uh, I sent my, uh, I sent my, my, uh, my ARCOM I got, uh, which I was awarded an ARCOM uh, for uh, – for being a door gunner in, in, in the Gulf War, I set those orders, and so I get a call from this this woman uh, down at Fort Knox called Lieutenant Napoleon, and she said, "Look, the VA is giving us crap. We're going to go ahead and award the CRSC for you. You earned it. Uh, oh, you know, damn. being a door gunner and stuff." And she was really cool. They awarded it to me, so I get a quarter of that, and then I'm ninety percent rated through the VA. Um, I don't know if you guys realize this, but we're, 
Desert Storm veterans are uh, we are the only veterans that uh, they really go against uh, as far as 100 percent. I, I have a few friends of mine that that uh, are 100 percent rated. And they don't have nearly the <laughs> the things wrong with us like we do. You know what I mean? Right. They, they have PTSD and they, they get they get awarded for 100 percent for PTSD. And it's like, you know, I understand people have some problems and, you know, I'm sure we all have a little P PTSD. But but, you know, if it bothered me, I would have never stayed in it as long as I did. Right. And uh, so I, you know, I'm, you know, all my uh, <clears throat> all my stuff i got tinnitus and obstructive sleep apnea they 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 found out that you know that i was serving while i i got that so uh and which is good so i'm rated for that a lot of people don't even get that you know so i'm 50 well, percent because i use c well the fibromyalgia should be covered the right and and, and ibs and the, the, the chronic fatigue and, and the, the chronic, apnea. chronic and got, fatigue what yeah, and, anxiety and depression yeah i got that all right and i, I can't and, believe you're not sitting at 100 percent i don't know right yeah. it. 90, i don't 90, understand 40. that either Why well i haven't you? turned in for my sinusitis yet i'm gonna do that in january and the reason guys i'm not gonna i'm gonna wait until then is because so the va fought me at first they only gave me 10 percent for fibromyalgia and zero percent <laughs> for chronic fatigue so i went and got a lawyer what I went and got a lawyer, and now I'm. They rated me max. They maxed me out at fibromyalgia at forty percent, but you know the chronic fatigue. They only got me rated at at twenty percent, which is ridiculous because uh, there are certain times of the year, which are mainly March and April for me, and November when the weather changes, it starts getting cold. I don't even want to get out of bed. And well, said, if you're bedridden for like six weeks, pretty much that you should be rated at 60 to 80% for chronic fatigue. Now, well, I, the chronic fatigue, yeah, is, <laughs> is something you, and I, I, when you were a few minutes back, when you said, when you had commented that you uh, had, that, that, that you had uh, seen the rheumatologist, I, um, I never saw the rheumatologist. And I, I've told this before, because when they looked at my stuff, they said, and, and saw what my service uh, was and then I was in the Gulf War. I got nothing for you. And before I say anything, I'm hoping that a fellow vet of ours named Kirk, uh, who lives in Pennsylvania, I hope he is uh, and or his wife is listening because this gentleman is is service connected, um, but he, he he still has a ways to go. And I was messaging his wife, and we all know the battle. It you can get there, but it, it, you know it, it's. It was suggested to her by some friends to read a book. And I'm like, yeah. okay, you can read a book. I, everybody teaches their own. But this right. information, Paul, like you're, you supply and that, and that, uh, that Kevin and I give out, it's, 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 it, there, there is such a thing kind of sort of about fast tracking certain right. things. And right. everybody has their things, but you know, the chronic fatigue that, but, I mean, I think, I don't know what the max is well, for chronic fatigue, 60% or better. Yeah, but, it, yeah, it's a hundred percent, but when you're at a hundred percent, it's completely, you're, you're, you're completely okay. being taken care of. My point is, is I don't want to be, I want to be rated where I'm supposed to be and where I'm supposed to be is 60% rated. And right now I'm at 20 and oh. so I haven't gone after at any, I haven't pursued it any much more because after five years of the diagnosis back in 17, when I was diagnosed with both, and then I, I started oh, getting compensation I for that. Okay, so, hold on. I'm a, I'm a little confused, Paul. I thought, okay. now, I, we never ask, people volunteer, but Kevin and I are never going to ask personally what where you rated at. You volunteered, and I'm just clarifying. Right. So right. You're, you, you, said, you said you're you had said a couple of times when we're talking that you were rated, um, you know, 60, 70, 20. I'm a little, where you okay, volunteered. Okay. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, only my, if you want to tell, I'm not, yeah, that's my, up my, to you. My, my total rating from the VA is 90% with okay. all my, all my ailments. Okay. Okay. And, okay. Then, uh, and then I was totally rated for my ailments from the army at 80%. So okay. I'm 90 through the VA and 80% through, through the army. And so when I retired in 2018, oh, if you're rated okay. more than 50%, you get you don't have to pay taxes right. on the money, number one. Number two, you get TRICARE for life. So I'm not complaining. Right. I mean, I have health insurance for the rest of my life. 
and, and so so does my family. You know, my but I got some young the, kids. He, and I'll I'll tell you a little bit about my my, right. my family. Well, but, well, so, in, in a second, I I I want to stop both y'all there. Okay. Because I'm mathematically putting all this together. I understand where he's coming from on this, John. Is, okay. Is he's waiting so when he goes to refile after five years, that automatically sticks. Yes. But he's going to go for a higher rating on, and which which you should, you should yes. go for a higher rating on that. And uh, I mean, and, and all that. But see, like chronic fatigue, is yeah. what a lot of people out there that don't understand. Hmm. I I can literally just sit somewhere. And my eyes will close, and and, yes, and, yeah. I'll, and I'll fall asleep, and people don't understand it. Right. But lately, it's hitting me harder. I don't, I, I, I don't know if it's age wise or if the medicine they're giving us mixed, because with with being diagnosed fibromyalgia, it's with your nerves. So you're either right. on Lyrica or you're on gabapentin. Right. And, yeah. and yeah. so, but do they give you? Why I I don't know why I've never asked the doctor. Is there okay. anything for chronic fatigue? There isn't. So I've I've asked that, and the, and they said no. And 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 of course there's me us three. We both all three of us know that there's just it's just not not the fatigue part of it. It's it's everything that encompasses that too. Because you know uh, you know you get headaches from it and all kinds of stuff. We 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 know you know what I mean and stuff like that too as well. There's there's other things that encompass that, like with the fibromyalgia, you know, the. Uh, How about everything. tremors? Do you, do you got tremors? Okay, so I, I get I get panic and anxiety attacks really bad. But I will tell you this. So I don't know if you guys are low on any vitamins. So I found out I was very low on vitamin D. And B12. Uh, okay. I'm low so, on both. Are you low on both? So vitamin D, I know when my vitamin D is going low, I start having anxiety and panic attacks a lot more. And yes, I do. It's awfully funny you said that. I shake a lot in the mornings yes, when I wake up. I, I do too. I, sh I shake a lot. But as the afternoon goes on, like it goes away. It's kind of weird. As, so, um, as soon I get, as I take my medicine, it goes away. I get mm -hmm. I get tingle, ting, tingliness in my fingers and in my feet a lot. I get a lot of like starving like sharp stabbing pains in my feet like somebody's taking a knife and hit me in my feet uh, uh, man you're saying everything i mean it I, I i kid you not now we're we're going on a vacation yeah it's gonna in, endure a lot of walking and i'm like right. I, I can't do it because i have neuropathy real bad right that's what you're saying right it's and terrible. so so i uh, they're renting me a scooter to, right. to ride on. I'm gonna be the old man on a scooter, son of a bitch. I just realized that. <laughs> son of a bitch, I'm gonna be the old man on a scooter. Man, I'm gonna have to put like a little American flag breeze some shit like that. But yeah. but that's the bad part. I'm only fifty two right. years old, but my right. body's about seventy. Yeah, it's it's yeah, then and, and that's what the this the so I have a family doctor now and she's very good doctor. She's a Desert Storm veteran Navy. So, uh, <laughs> Go Navy. Yeah, so she did her doctorship it, while she was in the Navy, and she told me that that um, that basically you're gonna you're gonna age you're gonna age a lot Faster. more than what your age is. You know, you're 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 probably ten years older than what you what your age is right, right. now. So if me and you're fifty two. We're actually sixty two. You know, right? And so uh, you know, I get like I get start like stabbing pains in my head at times sometimes i don't know if you guys get that no i a lot of my shipmates do i i, um, I, I don't get the migraines <laughs> like a lot of people do right the, uh, my, my my head used to get real foggy but ever since i've been taking promodone it, it cleared that up my, my memory's better taking promodone yeah and my tremors man my tremors are i, I gotta be honest with you man my, my tremors are a lot better now that they up my dose. But, man, I'll tell you the one thing. My my fatigue yes, and my feet, uh, I mean, I'm going numb. And that's, yes. what, that's what they've been worried about. 
Right. And, and, uh, you know, it's going to affect, it's going to affect all our private lives. I'm, I'm John, are you working still or, or are you? No, still I, I haven't been there. I'm, I haven't been able to work since work. what? 16. Yeah. Okay. I, I work. And 17. Something you like work. That. And, and, and so, you know, what scares me, uh, Kevin is that, you know, um, how much longer can I go physically, you know, and, uh, you know, uh, I pray every day that the Lord will get me through the day. Every morning I say that prayer, please let me physically yeah. get through this day just so I can keep support my family because that's important to me that I'm able to give them stuff that I wasn't able to get when I was a kid, you know, and uh, I think every man wants that for their, for their family, as you guys know, you know, so, uh, but, you know, fortunately uh, I'm, you know, when I do retire, it's not like I'm going to be, we're going to be living on the street. I mean, I, I, I've got good benefits and through the, you know, I, I've got my time vested in the painters union and, and, you know, I, I'll get my retirement, my full retirement at 59 and a half. And, uh, but, you know, I, 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 Kevin, I've also lost a couple of friends that served in the, in the, in the, uh, in, in desert storm. And uh, uh, one was 47. His name was John. And he was transportation, and uh, we graduated the same year. I didn't know he had joined the army until later on when we met up later on in life, and uh, and he died of colon cancer at forty seven. And hmm. uh, the tumor, I talked to his mother about it, and she said the tumor that he had was so rare that they don't they they're pretty sure he got it while he was in the Gulf. Uh, I have a another friend. Uh, uh, his name's Rodney. Uh, he's a tanker. And, uh, and he, he's really messed up from it. Um, and, uh, he works for the VA though, but, um, you know, um, you, know, uh, yeah. you see, you, you see it every day that, you know, guys, you know, are dying young, uh, from this, from this war that we, we served in it. It's, uh, it's kind of scary. It's kind of like we're on borrowed time, so to speak. Well, you know? well, you know, this, this is what, what I tell my family and I'll, I'll say, it, I'll, I'll say it. If I get to the point to where they can't take care of me. I don't want my kids to take care of me. Right. I don't want my wife to have to worry about taking care of me. Put me in a facility. Right. And and a, a, a nursing facility. Let somebody else take care of me and still enjoy your life. Come and visit me once a month. I I, I won't care. I won't. I mean, I, I'm already at that mindset that I'm thinking at at fifty two. Right. Right. I'm, I'm right. seriously, you, we have to start thinking about, okay, guys, let's really, really think about what do you want to put your family through? Well, I can right. tell you, if my family, if anybody that I knew had the feeling of the feet, the hands, the tiredness, and all that I have, yes. the, the feet is, is, is the worst. If they had right. it, that, that I I would want them just to just to have it one day, just to understand this is not what I want y'all to go through. I don't right. want y'all to take care of me, man. Right. Put my ass in a home with a bunch of old ass people. We can talk war stories, which I don't really have any because you know I was I didn't shoot anybody. But <laughs> I, I mean, but I, I mean, I'll tell them about the time that I I. My chemical arms went off and all this shit, you know. And right, I, I, you right. know, I'll tell them about sea snakes and all that bullshit. But that, that's, I, I don't want my wife and my kids to have to deal with what I know is coming. I, I, I know right. it's coming. Right, right. Let, let's just hope for all our sakes it doesn't happen for a while. The good Lord will bless us uh, for a few more years, you know. So. Well, I, I really wish the good Lord would go after the assholes who did this to us. Well, I, I tell you what, and that's something that that I, I think, John, you would agree with me on this. That order that was given to blow up those bunkers, it was a second lieutenant that did it. Now, I, I hate to say well, this. Well, it I'm was the second lieutenant that was given the orders to do right, it. Right, right. But, but, but between me and you, that order had to come way high up. And right. what, what's disappointing to me is this. If General Schwarzkopf knew about it, which I think he did, and General Colin Powell knew about it, Shame on them both. Shame right. on Shame on everybody involved yep. in this. Yeah. I, I mean, was... really, truly, shame on it. I mean, uh, I, 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 this is where I get frustrated. Right. Is it, 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 
if if I meet a politician, I don't yeah. care who in the hell you are, and you've been in as long as Desert Storm's been in, your ass needs to go. Because I agree. they know what they did to us. Right. They know what they did to the guys in Iraqi freedom. They know what the hell they're doing to the guys in Afghanistan. It's right. time to let veterans run this damn country. Because, right. number one, your vets should come first. See, now I'm getting mad, John. John can tell him, get, get, get mad. <laughs> that, it's vets that need to start running this damn country. Take, take care of business. And, right. And, and, and that's the, the, the upper leadership, which I, I'm going to say this. I, I, our president now, which he at least came out and said, talked about goal four illness. He right, talked he about that his son, I heard the other day that he said something about his son dying in, in, in uh, Iraq. He right. didn't mean to tell everybody, hey, look, my son died while he was in Iraq. No, he no. meant my son died because of Iraq. And I yes. believe he did. I do, too. I, I do, too. I, I, I mean, direct result. And, and, right. and I'm an independent. So I don't like anybody right now because I'm pissed right. at all of them. Right. But be honest. Be honest with yourself. Right. I, I, I mean, these people wouldn't send their kids over there. Right. Well, you know, one day he died. Uh, us, right. And uh, us three, we went out and we we did we did our job. <clears throat> we did it to the best of our ability. We we signed. We knew what we were getting into, but you know, we also thought that they would <laughs> they would be us. ethical. And yeah. uh, take care of us as well, and that's all well, we're asking for is to be taken care of. You know, it well, took, it just it come out and tell me. Come out and that's, tell me. Well, it that's took, it, you know, it took them twenty something years before I started getting compensated for being. I lost a lot of time of work at at times because I was sick and didn't feel good and didn't want to go to work. You know, and. I lost, you know, I lost a couple jobs over that because, you know, uh, I wasn't feeling well. And, and uh, you know, you know, they, they should have came out, like you said, and it, it's a shame it took a CIA agent and his wife to come out and say, hey, we know what went on. There was, a, you know, this bunker was blown up. There was a plume that flew back. And at first they said it was only, you know. 10,000 soldiers. Then they wind up, it's 250,000 of us that got, got everybody, e e even on ships. Right. I, I mean, you guys, exactly. Yeah. You guys I, had alarms going off. And that's, that's so upsetting to me because, you know, uh, you know, you can't sit there and say 13,000 chemical alarms go off and they're all faulty. It's, it's horse crap. We all three know that. And, uh, uh, these, you know, they, they need to come out and, and, and compensate us veterans for it. They're, what they're doing is they're waiting for as many of us to, to die before they compensate us. That's what they're right. doing. But, right, but, so but that's just it. They're, 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 they're not, to, to me, we're not going to be like Vietnam. We're not going to be compensated. No. I really truly believe that 100%. I think what they're actually going to come out and say is like, look, guys, we know y'all were exposed to something. It could have been a, a ration of things. It could have been several things y'all were exposed to. Right. And, and, and to, to me, okay, don't compensate me. But by golly, come out and admit it. That's right. Come out and admit it and say, hey, look, you know what? Y'all were exposed to this. Y'all were exposed to this. Y'all were exposed. And they're never going to do it. I, I just believe that 100%. Well, um, yeah, it, I want I you to talk about it? that. Yes. Kevin, can I bring that up to you about this doctor? Yes. So I, I got a, I, I got a uh, article from my first sergeant uh, back in back in March this past March, and he said I he forwarded to me said I want you to read this, uh, Shafe. I said sure I'll read it, and so I read it. And this guy did 28 years of research on on Desert Storm veterans, and what he found out was that there is uh, a certain gene in each of us that. I'll have to forward the article to you, but it's a gene that that shows damage. And how he found that out is he he would he gave low level exposure to rats, and so we're kind of uh, our genes are kind of similar, right? So 
some rats would get really ill, some would die, some would be okay. So when you read this gene, um, it would it would say, okay, it would read a certain way. And so some people's bodies absorb it more so than others. So the people that got sick like us three, we absorbed their nerve agent instead of fighting it off, we absorbed it and that's what made us sick. If you if you think about it, guys, you know, before the war, you know, they were saying that we were going to lose uh, about 160,000 of us were going to die from uh, from, you know, gas, gas that they were going to throw us. And then all of a sudden there was no gas used. It was all phony baloney. They were using gas on us during during the during the actual ground war uh, there. There is reports that I read were Czech units that. Czechoslovakian units that were embedded with American units, and they were they were reading they were reading mustard gas, and and here we are we're out there waving them through, and they're laughing. They're like, "Look at these crazy Americans! They're out here with no mask on, and we're getting low level mustard and uh and and nerve gas. They're re they're having readings, strong readings, and they wouldn't come out of their vehicles. And uh, it, was, it was because of the Czechoslovakian, Mister. Uh... Um, I'm looking sideways, and Mr. Eddington was the one that confirmed right. that it was because of the Czechoslovakians saying, hey, because they were leading the way on the detection, which right. kind of forced our hand, our hand meaning our government, our United States government, to right. admit, uh, oh, yeah, okay, because <laughs> we got another country saying, no, right. it's there, and you asked us to lead, and we're telling you that um, it's present. So there's no denying that Eddington right. pointed that out there's, and gassed in the Gulf. Right. I, you know? I, 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 between us, I kind of knew it was sarin gas because of it when they when they teach you what happens to you when you get exposed to it. If you get directly exposed to it, the the headaches that come on, snot coming out of your nose, the confusion, and then obviously you go into convulsions and then you die. Right. If if you have full exposure to it, right. We were all exposed to it in in, in a light way, but but like I said, this doctor, uh, Robert Bradley, uh, um, I'm pretty sure that's what his name is. Uh, he, he, so I, I called him and, and I talked to him and he said that uh, he went to the VA and talked to the main guy down to VA. And, and actually the main guy met with President Biden about it. And President Biden's going to back him on this. And that and within the next one to three years, Desert Storm veterans are going to be able to take this test and see if they were exposed to low-level sarin gas. But and will he be able to tell after thirty-something years? Yes, he says okay. that will. It stays. It stays in there. It never leaves. No it never shit. Leaves. Now, he said the. I talked to him. Said the symptoms can lessen, and then as you get older, they can come back and be worse than than what they were when you first initially left there. Oh, son of a bitch! You should. Oh my God! <laughs> so, so, so you know, and so and and you know, like me and John were talking before before the show. Uh, <clears throat> you know, we were all complaining. You know that the symptoms seem to be getting worse as as we're getting right, older. Right. You know? Okay. So, well, I, I'm gonna stop you right there for a second, because Raymond okay. Raymond on here wrote, and and I'm. You you know, uh, what about the crap that they they gave us during you know, you know to keep the bugs off of us and you know to remove paint off of steel on ships, right. but 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 not only that, but along with the uh, anthrax, along with the P tabs, along with the malaria pills, right? Uh, you think that test will detect that? Or well, I no, he said it won't detect that. This is just for sarin gas exposure. So, you know, uh, you know, I'm sure it was a it was a, a myriad of everything that we were exposed to. If you guys remember, they were giving us deep and saying, hey, lather yourself up with it. I mean, I was I was running around with dog collars around my wrists and ankles because I was tired of fleas biting me all the time. Yeah, you know, I, I have to worry about that. Mom, <laughs> I had my mom send me dog collars. Wait, 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 wait. <laughs> wait so, so, you you weren't scratching behind your ear, were you? I no, just... <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> Start barking or anything like yeah. that. Good, right? <laughs> but uh, okay. no, I think it was 
like I said, me, we, we all know that it was the most contaminated battlefield ever fought on. We were, we just happened to be there on that battlefield at that time. Well, so. well, well, you know, think about it. Everybody think about this for about just one second. I mean, they tested our own sailors out in the ocean on radiation poisoning by blowing up a bomb. Right. They used, you know, uh, chemicals in every war ever fought. They tested on, on us. They had scientists keep testing, making all this shit. And now we're sitting in the 21st century. And they're, I mean, they won't admit it. It's like, shit, you, you can watch movies on it. That right. actual footage. Oh, but we still never did that. No. I mean, we didn't do shit in Camp Lejeune neither. You know, that wasn't toxic right. as they're pulling a barrel out. Well, you know, that and that's the part that really gets me the, the, the most is that right. we have been busting our ass for our country. Yes. And, it's, and, and we did our service. We did our time. And all we ask is for is the truth. Right. The, the, the doc also told me this as well, Kevin. He said that that he thinks that he he, he did brain scans of 5000 of, of, of Desert Storm veterans and all the brain scans came back. The brain stem back here that controls your breathing, controls your nerves and everything. Right. They were all swollen just a little bit. All of them. All of them. And so, was that a mixture of Army, Navy, Air Force, Marines? Like I didn't. I didn't ask him that. He, Probably. He, I. I would say yes. And so he said that. With that being said, he's thinking that they may be able to come out with a medication in ten years that maybe will block those symptoms. We'll be in dead ten years. We'll be freaking dead. <laughs> but you know, so, I'll be living in a retirement home on a walker. <laughs> Son of a bitch. But. Uh, but you know, the, the good thing is, is that he did. They are pushing that that test. And hopefully within one to three years, we'll be getting that test. And, uh, and if we did, we did expose, get, you know, it does come back that, Hey, you, you were, uh, you're ill because of sarin gas, then they're going to, you know, they're going to have to come out and do what they need to do and take care of us. What what they're going to have to do is pass another pact act. That has to, you know, (laughs) well, one of the, one of the things that, um, we sometimes we talk about more than others on this program is that you know there's no denying the various exposures we have but one of the things that we we want uh people to know uh fellow vets is there is a way to get um into the va system and get the benefits you have coming to it you have Mm -hmm. to be willing to advocate but the information can come from from kevin or myself um through a simple, you know, email, pick up a phone and explain how to do it. Because right. the, the bottom line, a vast majority of veterans, they get very frustrated with the VA system because the VA, they make it difficult. Yes. Some locations within the United States make it more difficult than others. Right. I live in Iowa. I've made comment more than more than one time. I'm very happy with I, with the VA that I, you know, that I've, you know, I'm happy in Texas that I I receive and Texas does as well. But there are states and areas that the VA just isn't up to the par that it should be. And the veterans get frustrated. But Kevin and I can assist. And and it's there's exact we get nothing out of it other than the gratification, knowing that you're going to get the help because here's here's what you need to do. Oh, right. Oh, 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 wait. On top of that, uh, uh, the. and for any of you assholes that are report my, my my podcast, I'm gonna find out who who you are. I want that known right now, because this is about Desert Storm vets. This is about guys out there who are suffering, and we're trying to get them help. This isn't about anything else than 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 that. We're trying to make a dialogue of what happened to us out there. So stop reporting my crap. Okay, I just wanted to say that. 
And and I want to make sure that gets on there. So, you know, I just because I I think that's important. I think this program is very important, especially because it's helping the vets, man. All of us are connected. I mean, when I met John, I'm not going to say he was depressed or lonely or anything like that. But he's different now, I think. He he smiles more. Uh, I think his wife likes him better. (laughs) <laughs> he, he's not grouchy. He does, uh, still well, doesn't have any damn bad. hair, everybody. I just <laughs> no, but I mean, John, it, it has. It changed me too. It, it, yeah, it, it's, it, it's it has. It certain. It definitely helps that know that there's other people out there that are suffering the same things. Right. And like Paul's make, and we make the comment every time. And I don't think we've ever had a veteran argue. Some of our, you know, and I repeat. I know I repeat myself, um, but. Some things happen right away that we know and we, we just not quite sure. And others, it happens right away. And we're like, what? And, and we don't, and we learn, oh, that's because of that. Because we want to think positive. Well, I went to serve my country. Surely, surely the, our government will acknowledge that it's, it's because of my deployment. <laughs> nah, Bullshit. It, nah, no, you, you've got to advocate for yourself. And no, and- it was because I was there. Okay. Right. You know? But. Now that he's talked about the doctor and they're going to maybe test us in one to three years, mm-hmm. will, they, will they test our kids? Let's talk about that, Paul. Okay. So I, I, uh, I started having kids later on in life. Uh, my, my first kid, I, uh, with the, I was 39 when she was born. Uh, she's 13 now. And she does have some... Um, uh, she got she's got ADHD and she does have uh, like a, a, like a really bad learning disorder. Uh, now she she does okay in school, but she has some things wrong with her in her mind a little bit. So uh, my second child, um, and I'm gonna go ahead and say her name. Her name's Madison. She's uh she's eleven and I'm she Madison. was born. Yeah, and she was she was born with a two Q thirty seven point three deletion, and so what that is is she's missing the point three percent on her chromosome on her left arm, the tip of it, and so what that causes is developmental delay and uh, learning disability, and now she's autistic, so she's eleven, but she's probably got the mind of a of, of a four year old. Okay, mm-hmm. so me and my wife are gonna. We're probably going to have her with us for the rest of our lives, taking care of her, which is fine. Okay, so we went and seen a geneticist probably about back in 2012. I went with my wife, and uh, so we sat down and the geneticist, and we were sitting there, and 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 uh, the first thing he asked is, "Are you guys related?" Which pretty much PO'd me at the time, and uh, you know, <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, no, we're not from West Virginia. You know, to break the ice a little bit, right? So, wow. Anyways, so, uh, anyways, but uh, can't believe you just said I'm, that. I'm, I'm joking with all you guys from West Virginia out there, anyways. But um, um, I like the related part. So, so I, 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 you know, I actually asked him. I said, could it be related to my direct involvement in the first Gulf War? Because, uh, you know. Uh, we were, I was exposed to a different, a lot of different chemicals and whatnot. And he said, no, no, it's, it's genetic. Well, it's awfully funny. I told him, I said, because I could look down my my lineage on my side of the family and my wife's lineage on her side of the family. And they've never had an issue with this with any of their kids. So you tell me how it can be genetic. And he got real quiet. Hmm. I know for a fact, it's from my direct involvement in the first Gulf War. So now, you know, fast forward, uh, I have, uh, you know, I was 47 and I have, I had another child and, uh, and he has cerebral palsy. He's three. Now they did some tests on him and he, it's, it's not that bad. It's, it's actually, they think by the time he gets to be a teenager, he'll be strong enough, but, uh, it's his left side that was affected. Okay. Now, now I'll fast forward one more time. I, I have a nine month old little boy um, and uh, he's perfectly healthy. As a matter of fact, he's, a, he's starting to walk at 10 months. Wow. And, uh, 
Yeah, he's he waves high. He 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 uh, he says dad dad. He's he says hi when he waves. Uh, he claps. He shakes his head. No no no. Uh, those are all things that he shouldn't be doing until he's like a year and a half. Uh, or you know, I guess that from his mama's to 16 side. Sixteen months, right? So for so we've been fortunate with you know I love all all four of my children obviously, but I know that you know. Three of them are probably not doing too well because of my direct involvement in the first Gulf War. And I know I'm not the only one out there with with children that that, you know, that have had issues from from, you know, us, you know, all of us serving over there. Well, so. also on top of that, uh, Sheila has writ written uh, uh, her husband uh, is, in, is in the gap and then. She said, by that, I mean, he was at Camp Lejeune in 1990, sent to Kuwait burn pits, oil fields, uh, dry lagoons, and then sent back to Camp Lejeune after Kuwait. He has, multi uh, he has uh, multiple melanoma, bladder cancer, uh, but the cutoff date was at 1987. A hard date. My question is, can this land at Camp Lejeune be sampled to see if there are topic, uh, toxic chemicals, uh, you know, even from the, the watering? Uh, you, you know, I, I don't know. I, Sheila, this is the best answer I'm going to get uh, give you on this one, okay? Go to Camp Lejeune Facebook page and ask them. There's a, we, we had a couple of them. Tara and Jill were on the program. And you'll see they're, they're, they're the admins. So uh, it's the Camp Lejeune Facebook page. Go there and talk to them about about your husband uh, as far as if they're going to be doing any testing on that. And then, so, you, you know, there's ways that they can still sample the water these days and sample everything. But, you know, you know he's now at 50% heart fail, failure. You know, and this is what a lot of the guys are, are suffering from. Uh, my guess is going to be it's not Camp Lejeune. It, it could be a little bit of it, maybe. I, I have no idea. I can tell you it's probably going to be from the Gulf. A lot of guys have heart issues from, from the Gulf. A lot of guys have, you, you know, uh, tachycardia. They have uh, heart failure. They have... Uh, Nerve damage, you, you know, you know, digestive system problems. Like all, my, I lose my B12. The line of my stomach has spores, and it's, they're 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 gone. So it doesn't hold. I'm a vitamin D deficiency. I would probably say eighty percent of us have probably a vitamin de deficiency, and it could be from the conditions of the Gulf War. I mean, yeah, I mean it is. I don't give a crap what they say. Not could be, so I, 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 I so, uh, so what I'm telling you is, uh, Sheila, you can go ask the campers. You talk to them, talk to Tara, talk to Jill. They know more about it than, than what I do, but I'm telling you, as far as most of what he has, I'm gonna probably say is from Desert Storm, and and, and I hate to say it, and and I I. I I, I hope you have a really good doctor. I don't know where you're, you're at. You, you know, if you want to contact me afterwards, after the show, you can just instant message me and all that on Facebook. And, and I mean, and any, even anybody on TikTok, YouTube, anybody can always message us. But I'm going to get back to the children thing because I thought hers was really important. My, my You know, you, you've heard about my, my daughter and stuff. Next week, we're going to be bringing family members on. And uh, I'm going to bring my daughter on. Uh, both of my boys are fine. You know, they were all, the only problems with them, they were pain in the butts when they, they were kids. But, you know, a normal teen, teenager kid. But my, my daughter had a lot of issues. My daughter and Wade's daughter seemed like the timeline matched exactly. At the same right. time, it's really weird, and right. so I, I know uh, uh, John. I don't know if you're gonna probably bring your wife on 
correct? As um, a character. I'm gonna I'm gonna try. That'll be a challenge. I'll talk to her. Try. Don't worry, y'all. I'm gonna have her listen to this episode. I'm gonna tell her she's gonna get get her butt on the podcast. And then uh, I know I think Wade's bringing his daughter, Sarah. I hope she bring him one of her, you know, daughters and stuff. But we're gonna have Jim Brown back on, and Jim Brown is full of great information. That's yeah. that's a, that's another guy. If you ever have questions, to, to get a hold of, because okay. he knows timelines. I mean, I, I'll I'll give Jim Brown a lot of credit <coughs> because it was one of the episodes that. They try to boot off, but we got put back on. Is right. he touch on subjects that need to be touched on? The burning semen. I, I mean, I, I don't know if you know. I a lot of people don't don't like to talk about it, but that was a good subject for a lot of people to come in and say, "Hey, I, I have the burning semen. I, I have right. that problem, right?" And, and, and everything. But I, I mean, John, I. I I, I I do I I do I really hope your wife does come on as a caregiver, and the stuff that she has seen you go through over the time, and ju- just like Paul, we were talking about your wife and everything earlier. Uh, right. How, how, you you know it, it. How is she dealing with it? And a lot of people may need to hear your perspective. Is your wife dealing with everything fine? Well, I mean, she's dealing with the best that she can. Uh, she gets frustrated um, because, you know, she's got a lot on her plate of four kids, um, ages 13 to nine months. So she's she has a lot on her plate. I work full time, uh, you know, running a business. So a lot of it's left on her lap. She's a stay home mom and uh, she's, she's a great mother, uh, but you know, ha- you know, handling Mad- Madison is, is a challenge. Um, she she is um, she lost a tooth uh, about two years ago, and she's seen the size of the blood. She quit eating. She quit eating. We had wow. to take her to Children's Hospital. She she almost died. She almost starved herself to death. And so those are just challenges that that she has with this deletion and, and her autism and. And my wife, you know, she was down there with her the entire time. Of course, I had to stay back and help the, our other children and, and continue. But, um, you know, eventually after four and a half months, she started eating through her mouth again. So we, in the meantime, we had to give her a G-tube and we had to give her, we have to give her a medicine through her G-tube. She won't take medicine orally. Uh, now she eats though, but uh, she wasn't eating then. So she was living off of, uh, you know, um, what are those things called? Um, they're like adult shakes or whatever. Oh yeah, yeah, uh, insure. Yeah, Boost. so she, yeah, she was living off that. We were putting it in, and and you know she wouldn't even drink anything out of her mouth. It, it was it was terrible, just at the side of blood. So now we're worried about other things because she's starting to become to the age of you know pretty soon she'll be going through that change. And what are we going to do then? So right. You know, those are things that we worry about, and uh, and yeah. uh, and and, so. and and Sheila says prayers for you. I mean, it, it, I know it's difficult. I I know it's hard, but you know one thing about it. You know, having a bond with your wife and and your other right. kids help out too. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. And so I'm gonna leave it to John if you have any other questions or or sayings or army things or whatever y'all play with your little tanks and toy no i didn't deal with tanks no but no i i i just greatly appreciate paul coming on and sharing your story um it's it's i often am pretty amazed you know because when people bring up because i was there for a good majority of my time in the military over in germany um it's always interesting to see who was who was where and what their experiences are and you know how they're feeling now and what's been going on. Uh, so no, just thank you for coming on, Paul and Sharon. Hey, I appreciate. It. Thank you, we, John. I appreciate it. And Paul, appreciate it, Paul, sir. Paul, I'm going to give you your last words. Is there anything you'd like to talk about? Oh, well, I you know the 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 thing the main thing with coming on the show was to just uh, you know tell my side of the story, so to speak, and. 
and and let other vets know that are suffering like us that they're not alone because uh when we first got out i'm sure that you know um we were alone at that time you know we didn't have social media we didn't have right. you know what we have today right so you know uh i'm just grateful that you've given me the opportunity to come on here and share my story right so. and and i just want everybody to know if if you just need to talk man just send me a message. I'll send you my phone number right away, won't I, Paul and John? Yeah, yeah you sure will. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, yeah. I contact immediately. I right. do it as fast as I can, and I don't care who it is. I don't care what time of the night it is. But for a vet that needs to talk, send me a message, please. I mean, easiest way to do it is, is through Facebook. The other way that... And, and if you you don't have to come on the program if you just want to talk, if you need, if you have questions, I may not have all the answers. I might think I do. Shut up, John. But John will have a lot of the answers. I mean, we can find you the answers that you're looking for. But one of the best answers, uh, questions and answers that I can give everybody is when you go to the VA and you get frustrated, don't get verbally mad. Take two steps back and say, look, you, you know, I, I just don't feel like me and you, Doc, are kind of connecting. I'm going to take that. I want another doctor, please. I love you to death. Hugs. But bring me another, another doctor. You know, really, truly. That's how I. That's how I would do it. That, I mean, that's actually how I did it. I was like, "Look, uh, you know, nice to meet you, lady. You don't know anything about go for illness. You're probably gonna make a really great nurse practitioner somewhere besides the go for side." So, and I walked out. I got to talk to my regular doctor. I mean, and and it it was funny because I didn't upset her because I, you know, I, I used a little bit of sense of humor in it, even though I was fuming pissed. But that that's sometimes what you got to uh, do. A sense of humor will get you a long ways. And and and, and Paul, once we're off air, just hang tight a, a little bit for a, yes. uh, a couple of minutes after we're off air, if you would please. Yes, yeah, sure will. And, and not a problem. I want to thank every one of you know our listeners, you, you know, for listening, and thank you for everybody, uh, Sheila, everybody for sending in comments to me. I, I like to read comments while I'm on the air. Because I think it's important to to hear what other people have, why we we have it. And Paul, man, I am sending so many prayers your your way, and I'm really sending a lot of prayers to each and every person out there that you know to go out, do your civic duty, vote. And so, you know, I want to thank everybody for listening to Go For Side Effects. Thank y'all. Thank you for listening to Go For Side Effects. If you have any stories you would like to share or just have any comments or questions, please email me at kevinsimon at goforsideeffects.com. Just to let all of our listeners know, we have opened an online store. All proceeds will go to helping veterans connect. The link will be in the description below.